Good morning to everybody. Bezras Hashem Yisbarach. We're up to Shir number two eighty-seven. We're learning today. Okay, moving back to our Borer review, we are trying to go through a full Shabbos of all the uh, all the meals and all the different hours of Shabbos, whereby different Shilas of Borer come up. Okay, we're basically finishing off with the tea. That was after dessert, we're finishing the meal. Um, just a, one or two more things with the tea and a couple of miscellaneous items throughout the meal. And then we're going to start cleaning up the table. And all the burer shilas which come up with cleaning off the table. Uh, like I said, we're trying to go in a full schedule throughout the Shabbos. As I just wanted to mention one thing. As we could all see how many Shilas come up, we're, we're just on the Friday night meal. We didn't even finish the Friday night. We're still holding by the teeth by Friday night. We still have the entire Friday night going into Shabbos morning and everything else, you know. So we see what Borer is actually all about. But Lemaisa, as far as the tea finishing off, um, one more quick thing. As we said last time, if the tea bag that was put in a way that it was allowed to be put, and of course we don't put tea bags in hot tea on Shabbos, but if it was done before Shabbos and the tea bag was removed or the tea bag was ripped, let's say, and some of the little tea leaves are floating around, so or if there's something, anything else that's floating around and it's quite a number of things, I can't just go pick up, uh, I, even if I scoop it out, we said to scoop it out with a spoon with some of the tea, it's just too much, there's a lot, so what I want to do is I want to drain off, I'll take, let's say, something and I'll lean it up or I'll take a, a cup cover or something like that and lean it up against the top of the uh, teacup or the hot cup or whatever it is I have and I'll start to drain off some of the tea into another cup like this, I'll have my tea withholding with the, with the top of the cover, withholding the tea leaves inside. So one would be allowed to do that until it gets to the point that we learned as the dripping point. Whenever you have a davayavish, you have a dry side item with a liquid. In this case, the dry side item is the tea leaves and the liquid being the tea. So one is allowed to drain off, um, let's say, putting pressure up against the top of the cup, covering it up somehow or something like that. Um, and to pour it off into another cup is fine as long as it's continuing to flow, as long as the flow is flowing. Once the flow stops to stops and comes to a full drip, it starts dripping. At that point, immediately, one has to stop because now when it starts to drip immediately, he is now reaching the point of mixture of taruvis where it's mixed together with the tea leaves. That's what the Shulchan Aruch tells us, something dry and, and a liquid. One is allowed to pour off from in between the dry sign item, which is the tea leaves. Once he gets it, starts to drip then he has to stop. So that's as far as the tea. We also did mention in the past that just to put a, a piece of uh, um, a piece of pre-cut paper towel up against the cup of the tea while one is drinking and to drink it through that while he's drinking it is fine in such a manner the Shulchan Aruch says to withhold the tea leaves or any pasoilis is fine also to drink it through the uh, piece of paper towel or a shmata. But again, pre- we always try and use preferably paper pre-cut paper towels. That would also be fine. Um, straining in such a manner while it's going into one's mouth, Shulchan Aruch says is okay. Just moving back to the challah, um, some miscellaneous things that we left out. Number one, as far as the salt shaker, we did not mention if one using a regular salt shaker is no problem. That's not a, the salt shaker itself does not have a din of a kli. We also learned in the previous year in the past that a salt shaker whereby one has salt mixed together with rice in it, and the rice is usually put in to absorb some of the moisture, like in the summertime. Um, Rav, Hurst, Rav uh, First Schlitter from Chicago and others held that that is no problem, especially if the salt shaker 
shaker um, is not at the bottom. In other words, if there's only a little drop of salt left with the rice, that could be a problem pouring it out. Um, and, it, you know, that might be a little bit of an issue. But if it's a regular salt shaker with a whole bunch of salt in it, then you're just pouring it out and there's some rice on the bottom over there, whatever. That is Lamaisa first said that's salt from salt. Um, and others hold it's no problem also. So that would be okay. Using such a soul shaker, as far as is there a shila of a kli on that soul shaker, that would be okay. Now, another issue we mentioned in reference to the challah, as far as taking off the label, we said to, to try and take off some of the challah with the label because of the fact that one could eat the challah anyways. But it uh, brings down the Sefer Ayal Meshulish. Interesting that if one has the uh, paper, if one is, let's say, Sometimes there's like, um, you know, one has the challah and, and there's a whole sheet of paper. When the challahs were baked, the paper on the bottom, the whole big long paper is is attached to the bottom of the challah. It wasn't uh, taken off, let's say, from before Shabbos or whatever. And uh, the problem is one can't eat it like that. Hey, what am I going to do? I cut my piece of challah after start peeling off the paper. So the question is, am I allowed to peel off? It's not a little sticker. It's a whole long, you know, the whole piece of paper on the bottom. It's still stuck on. So so the problem, so l'chayra, so he says, the I say for al-mashulish, one would be a allowed to mutter la serum. One would be allowed to take that off. So the question is, what is the difference between a whole sheet of paper that's stuck onto the bottom of the challah from the baking or a little label on top whereby I can't take that off and I have to take off part of the challah? So the very simple reason is using the lumdis and the svara of the bir halacha, like we said, that if it's a fu- if it's something whereby one cannot eat it otherwise, one cannot get to it without doing some, you know, like acrobatic act or, act or doing some something that's out of the uh, out of the ordinary, for example, like a fruit. I can't get to my orange unless I peel it like a banana. I don't have to go cut open my banana and start scooping up from inside. I'm allowed to peel it and eat it right away. It has to be done right away. The same thing over here when you have a sheet of paper. I can't, if I cut my challah, the mice, I still have the whole sheet of paper on, on my piece of challah on the bottom. I have to stop peeling it off and I can't I can't eat it unless I start peeling off the paper. I'm not going to go eat the paper with the crust. So one would be allowed to peel off that sheet of paper. It would have a din l'chayra. He doesn't say this, but l'chayra, l'chayra, would have a din of of a peel on a fruit, one would be allowed to peel off the paper, but of course he has to do um, to be to be able to eat it right away. Two things: to be able to he has to eat it right away, um, and also he should be careful that there's no wording on the paper. To tear paper where there's wording is running into a problem on Shabbos. Also, so those are two things. But if it's a plain white piece of paper, just to pull off the whole paper from the all along the bottom, that would be fine. But a little label or a small little tiny piece of paper stuck on that is a problem, and one has to take off a piece of challah together with it. Now as as far as um we mentioned also, which he brings down, which we already mentioned, that one has a mixture of different types of foods on its plate. He has rice, he has salad, he has this, he has that. And there's one thing, let's say he doesn't like the rice, so he wants to just remove the rice from his plate. That is psoilus from oichel. That is one is not allowed to remove bad from good. I don't like a rice. I'll just take all the rice off my plate and put it on the side, and then I'll throw it out. No, that should one should not do. Unless we said there's somebody else sitting at the table that likes rice. I love rice. So my friend gives me all, my, all the rice, even though he doesn't like it. He takes it out of a mixed platter of food in front of him on the plate. He gives me his rice. Um, so that's the Lushen of the Al-Mashulish. Unless he gives it to somebody else. He, my friend gives it to me, so he's taking off all the rice and giving it to me, and I love rice. I'm going to eat the rice right away. If I'm not going to eat the rice right away, that's a problem. I have to eat the rice right away. I mean, in, in this meal. In other words, I'm not taking off the rice, giving it to my friend, whereby my friend will eat it in the next meal. He's eating it during the course of this meal. That will be fine. But just to take it off one's plate when it's mixed with other foods that should, is not allowed to be done. What one does have to do, one has to eat the foods, of course, that he does like and leave over the food that he does not like when it's mixed up on his plate.
Okay, we'll stop here. We pretty much finished the Friday night meal. Now we are up to cleaning off the table. Bezrat Hashem, the next Borer Shir, we'll start to talk about the ins and outs of Borer in reference to cleaning off the table. Batzlocha Rabba, thank you for joining Cult of.